0: Everybody ready? Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. It's Hump Day. Woo-hoo! Hump Day? Let's get rolling. is the big show on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network
1: big show 97.5 1280 the zone welcome on in gordon monson jake scott thank you very much for making us part of your day we really appreciate it gordon how you doing over there what's going on what's new
2: i am doing fantastic jake are you yeah I am. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'm you, doing fine. Good? You had a headache yesterday. You're all right now.
1: Though. Yeah, no, I'm feeling much better. Yesterday, I just had one of those afternoon headaches that, that creeps on you a bit. But yeah, yeah, I went to bed super early. Feeling good today. All's well. Have you gotten used to uh,
2: the uh, standard time again? Are you waking up early?
1: Um. Well, the toddler's waking up early, so that means <laughs> you're that means I'm waking up early. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know whatever it it's, doesn't matter
2: I gotta admit I'm waking up earlier too are you
1: yeah and I, I mean I that doesn't mean I'm gonna stay
2: awake I might fall back asleep but uh, yeah it's well your body gets used to a certain you know rhythm to it and uh, when the when the times change it it is a little bit uh when I was really young I didn't care I couldn't care less you know you just keep on powering through but you get a, you get a few rings around the trunk and suddenly you notice that stuff a little more.
1: Well, fall back is way better than spring forward, I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> Except for when you spring forward, then you get more daylight in the
1: evening, which is Well, eventually spring forward is fine, but the the getting used to part. <laughs> yeah. Especially day 1, it yes. just stinks. <laughs> that is true anyway all right we have a lot to do on the show today uh, we're going to uh, we're, we'll talk a lot of college football we'll talk a lot of NBA basketball Frank Dolce gonna be on the show top of the four o'clock hour David Locke will join us at 4. Thirty, a little bit early uh, than usual with David because it's a game day and he's got uh, Quinn Snyder's availability uh, at five fifteen. So we moved him back a little bit for four thirty, as uh, as it is game day and it should be a, a fun one. Gordon, as Philadelphia is in town, so Philadelphia, a really good team. In fact, seeing the two best teams in the East in theory, yeah. Uh, this week, remember how much trouble the Sixers gave the Jazz last year. Well, of course. They're they're talented, yes.
2: They're a good team. But, man, I'll tell you, this rebounding issue better be solved
1: by tonight. Well, the best rebounding team in the league, the Sixers, Joel Embiid is back and fresh because the NBA (laughs) gave him a couple of games off. (laughs) What kind of punishment is that? I don't know. Two games. I don't know. Have a nice rest, Joel.
2: And Ben wasn't uh, wasn't punished at all. No, his his (laughs) chokehold. What was that, by the way?
1: With well, the NBA, you know, just walk around, choke whoever you want. It's fine. Not going to do anything about it. In fact, he was he was protecting. <laughs> he was protecting Carl Anthony Towns.
2: You can take time off whenever you want because you might uh, you want to prevent getting tired, but uh, not going to not going to
1: suspend you for very
2: long. How
3: about
1: How about that that news today that Kawhi Leonard is missing another nationally televised basketball game, basically giving the middle finger to ESPN. They've got to be furious. What? Furious, what? two weeks in a row. Now, the NBA released this big, long thing about how he's, he, he medically, he fits under the whatever rules, and he's, got, he's dealing with a knee issue and all this stuff. Where you're Is going, he? If, yeah, exactly, my response. I, exactly. Is
2: that one of those Mike Marshall, general soreness things?
1: It's Yeah. I...
2: I I, maybe this is the way it's going to be in the NBA, and who knows? Maybe even the Jazz will start doing it. If people think it's some sort of proven track record, it just sucks for the customer. That's all. And that, and that's who, uh, at times, Jake, that's who we speak for. We speak for the people out there who are busting their humps trying to earn an income, and they want to come watch the best basketball on the planet, and uh, when they do— they save up that money and buy it and then they come to a game and they don't get to see the stars. You know, and that's that
1: uh, that's painful. And I get it why they're super sensitive about national TV because that's all of us who pay a subscription fee of any sort to to get ESPN, we're the ones being Ripped off, too. You know, we want to watch Kawhi Leonard play basketball. That's why we're dialed into NBA on ESPN, the nationally televised game. We want to see that guy. We're, we're paying as well. The problem with this philosophy is when
2: you run in a business and things are going well and you get to a point where you feel like you can off-put your customers without it doing any damage— uh, that's that's a good place to be, I guess. But if you want to maintain your success, I I don't know whether that's such a smart idea to uh,
1: either encourage or even allow that. But well, you know what, Gordon, that that is the ugly truth of it all right there. Honestly, if you, you want to see tanking come to an end. You, we get you and I get into this argument all the time whether it's entertainment, an entertainment business or a competition, and here's where I'm right, and that it's entertainment because if it starts to cost, in the old bottom line, you know the next time TV rights are up for mm-hmm. negotiation mm-hmm. and ratings are down, and this has something to do with it in the eyes of ESPN, and they don't get nearly the value that they have before or they start negotiating with streaming rights or all these sorts of things and actually hits them in the pocketbook. Combine that with maybe ticket sales slow a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's going at a great pace for a lot of franchises. But once, once it hits the old bottom line, something will be done about it. Well, we'll see how widespread it becomes.
2: I remember I took an advertising class in college, and uh, at that class they used the example of Coors, Coors Beer. And there was a time when I guess CORES and I, you know, I wasn't paying attention because I was in college, but uh, I guess there was a time when CORES views viewed itself as being sort of a specialty product project and people were clamoring to, to get it because it wasn't available in the East. And it was uh, And the philosophy of the company was, uh, we're Coors, you know, we don't need to worry about that. Well, they started to have to worry about that. And now I think you see how Coors advertises these days because they don't want that to happen again. So anyway, that's uh, kind of an analogy that I think is apropos. Now, right now the NBA might not care so much, but there might come a time when they do.
1: All right, so we'll talk a lot of jazz basketball. In fact, let's, uh, let's get into the old split story of the day and talk about the big game tonight.
0: Sure. Two guys, two topics, two opinions. You talk. give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, I mean, I think if realistically, if we box out in those two games, the last two games, we'd probably win. Um, not only the Harrison Barnes kind of tip in, but throughout that game, they had a few. And then, obviously, the other night, there was multiple times on one possession they had two or three offensive rebounds montrez is obviously kind of what he does um, with that team and um not saying we, we definitely win but it definitely definitely puts us in a better position so um i think again like in the last few years we've had fave and rudy out there so it's smaller guys more guards and we've just got to obviously take that challenge to, to box out and get hits and um once we get it, we, we're we obviously really quick going the other way, so um, it can be an advantage for us if we actually get get a hit and get the ball. That
1: was Joe Ingles on the shoot-around show today. The Jazz getting set for a matchup with the, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Gordon and, and Philly is a team that's getting Kawhi back and you know, or not quite. Excuse me, Joel Embiid back from suspension, and, and Philadelphia is a team that's that's really really good. This was supposed to be one of two contenders in the East. Uh, they are uh, coming off a loss, but they are five and one. They were the NBA's last undefeated team, and as uh, you heard Joe Ingles talk about the rebounds right there, they're the best rebounding team in the league. So this is this is going to be a game. This is going to be a test for the Jazz. Time. No doubt, and a couple other
2: extra spices to this whole thing. The Ben Simmons, uh, Donovan Mitchell thing is still alive, you know, and that's always kind of fun to uh, see the comparisons. Now, last year, it turned out that uh, it wasn't so much fun for jazz fans because the Sixers uh, took care of their business. But but I I still keep an eye on it. I still wonder about it. I,
1: I keep tabs, don't you? Well, of course, and, and Donovan Mitchell was even asked about that at practice yesterday, and he he acknowledges that they're kind of linked in a weird sort of way, not unlike Darren, uh, Darren Williams and Chris Paul, except for this was just a race for rookie of the year, which right. is kind of funny. But I, I think they will be linked to a certain extent.
2: But see, the way Ben Simmons reacted to that competition, I think stirred jazz fans a little bit. They thought Ben was a little disrespectful and dismissive of Donovan and so that kind of stuff keeps it alive which I have no problem with that at all. I think it's kind of fun. Ben Simmons has his, his talents. The guy is really really good at a lot of aspects of basketball. How's the shooting percentage this year and is he choosing to go to the perimeter at all? Anymore. because right, before he didn't and uh but but he's all summer long, all off season we heard oh Ben's working on his perimeter shot. He's gonna take the three. He's gonna take it, dog on it.
1: You know who dismissed all that? I did. Uh and do you wanna uh you ready for this? How yeah. many threes he's attempted uh, on the season? Many? Ready? Yep. Fat zero. <laughs> so, not not a one. Yeah. Zero, 0% of his shots are coming th- from three. I know, I know he's a gifted passer,
2: and he has good floor awareness, and he's a good defender, but I don't know how you can exist in the NBA in this day and age with a point guard
1: that doesn't shoot
2: three-pointers.
1: I don't know either, and, and maybe we'll find out with Philadelphia, but it's a, it's a huge challenge. And, and one reason, and so far Philly has made this opinion look dumb, so the, I could very easily be wrong <laughs> on this. But but one reason I wasn't entirely bought into Philly is because I thought Jimmy Butler was really important, actually, to how good that team ended up being last year. We saw him in the playoffs. You know, he had the ball in the fourth quarter. It was Jimmy, uh, really, who led the charge to push the, the Raptors to, to seven games. And I thought that replacing him with Al Horford, you know— I, I wasn't sure quite how that was going to go. They're were, very different players. You weren't the
2: only ones. There were sure. others that were calling that into question.
1: And then you look at Miami this year, 5-2 and two, off to a really good start, and Jimmy Butler playing really well. Now he missed, I think, three of those games. But anyway, that that point aside, he's playing really well. And the, Miami te- the Miami Heat team looks pretty good. So how is this going to go when Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter is going to be dependent on to To have the ball in his hands and go out and make plays when you can go under every screen on him, you know how is that going to work? Especially in a playoff series, yes, where teams can adapt to what's going on and adjust. So those are those are my questions with Philly. But what they are, Gordon, is giant. They are they are a huge, huge basketball team. They've got size and length everywhere, including Ben Simmons, who's all of his. Six foot ten listing.
2: Do all their tall guys call for the ball more? <clears throat> that's a, that's an interesting uh, matchup tonight then, because the Jazz aren't particularly tall outside of Rudy. I, I know. Uh,
1: they try to make up for it in other ways. Okay, so I'm not implying anything here except for I kind of went down the rabbit hole today preparing for the show into the Jimmy Butler saga, leaving Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And there was an incident last year where Joel Embiid vocally uh, expressed his unhappiness with his role with,
2: <laughs> with Jimmy you.
1: Butler on the team. Well, so big man would that do that. Did, that, did, that did happen. So... Yeah, there I I did notice that coincidence in my research for the show today. Yeah. We're we're beating around the bush here a little bit,
2: but what do you think the effect of what Rudy Gobert said will be? Will we notice anything different? I'm not sure we will. I mean, maybe guys will look for good placement of the ball to Rudy when he's there, but if if the Sixers sag back on Rudy, I it's like you brought up yesterday. I, I don't know what more they can do because they don't want to encourage Rudy to come out to the top of the key to accept
1: a pass. Because well, that's trouble. See, this is this is why I worry about this a little bit, right? So I would guess that Rudy's teammates probably got over their hurt feelings and thought, okay, I've got to get on the same page as this guy. At least so, become aware of it. So I I would be worried they're going to force it. Because I think they've already forced it a little bit this year. Being, I mean, these guys are aware of it, I'm sure. They I don't see know the they forced scores.
2: it, but they, they're, the passes that have gone into Rudy have
1: not necessarily been in his prime position. Right. And so I'm, I would be a little concerned that they're going to overcorrect. I, I actually hope that nothing changes, and follow me here for a second, okay. because I don't think that the teammates are doing it intentionally. Okay. I don't think Rudy is getting fewer lobs because somebody out there is going, you know what, I'm not going to throw him that lob. No, I don't, I don't but... think there's anybody on the team that doesn't want to see Rudy Gobert dunk the basketball as much as possible. But so so my... operating under that premise, I think that they've been making the reads correctly so far this year. I think the, the issue is, is that Mike Conley isn't dangerous enough to make them pay for sagging that big. And if he gets better and the defense has to adjust, then all of a sudden things open up for Rudy. So we talk about all these shooters, you know, opening things up for for Donovan Mitchell and that sort of thing. Well, in the the pick and roll, if Mike Conley can make them pay and they have to change the way they play the pick and roll, then now Rudy can get more lobs. So I hope they don't adjust. I hope they continue to make the right reads. He just needs to make the shots. All right, I don't think anybody has had the thought, I'm not going to
2: pass it to Rudy. That's a little bit what Rudy implied. But uh, I am not sure about No, that's that's not what I think he implied at all. He I, said they need to want to pass me the ball. That
1: that word but, want but, in but, there.
2: But, <laughs> yeah, they, he needs to want them
1: to want to do it. But, okay, I know you uh, want to make a joke about this, uh, no, but you know but that no, I'm right. No, I no, don't. No, no, put no, want there's in a, there. there. There's
2: a delineation here. okay. It is that the Jazz have more offensive threats who think they can help the team win by taking the shot. Okay. I mean, legitimate threats. I'm not talking about Jay Crowder just chucking it up there left and right. Uh, you know, these guys think that they can hit the shots they're taking, and so they're not thinking, oh, I'm not going to pass the ball to Rudy. They're thinking, I've got an opportunity to help my team win, so I'm taking this shot. There's a there's a big difference there. Okay. Now it, I, it, I it think still you- may it still may need adjustment, but it, it, it that's
1: a different attitude. OK, I, I think you can you can spin it in a positive or negative direction. I, in fact, I I, I, admi- I admire your ability no, no, to, no. to do so. I'm not
2: spinning but, it. What I'm saying but, is that it's in a player's mind. There are some players they're not. Rudy Gobert's not Greg Kite, wherever Greg Kite is now. I hope you're. Doing well, uh, it, it, but but it's, it's not like they're sending Rudy over to the other. I'm not going to pass the ball to him. That's not their thought process. Their thought process is, man, I got this shot, I'm taking it. I know, and and, I'm if, t- and if they got the shot and they take it, then obviously they can't throw the high pass to Rudy. Okay, uh, or I, I, they I, they
1: don't. Uh, not that they can't. Uh, again, you are a master, sir. But that that is not that, <laughs> that is not how. Difference. But that is not how Rudy himself is viewing it. Well, apparently not. Rudy, Rudy <laughs> is
2: thinking the same thing that the, that the players who are not throwing him the high pass are thinking. I can help this team win. Give me the darn ball and let me dunk it. But if Rudy is thinking, man, I'm posted up down here and I'm 10 feet from the basket. Give me the
1: ball. Uh, I don't blame the guys for not giving it to him there. And I, I don't think that the the plays for the dunk have been there this year like they have been in the past, as Quinn Snyder explained. Yeah, but Bowler brought, it up. It Bowler brought it up that there have been times
2: when Rudy has been posted up against a, a guard on a switch, and that might be a time you want to get him the ball.
1: Right. Okay. You get the point guard switch on you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I, I can grant you that. But until Rudy, or a smaller player. Until Rudy figures out a way to get that dunk when there's someone between him and the basket, then things are going to be really limited for him. When defenses play a certain way, and that's what I'm saying. That's why Mike Conley needs to start making some of those shots so they have to adjust how they play the pick and roll. That's why I'm saying that's the best thing to happen and for So Reader.
2: there's an irony here that Rudy's complaint might be rooted in the fact that guys like Conley aren't hitting those outside shots. Uh, he wants the ball. Conley is taking the shot and missing it. But if Conley takes the shot and makes it, then Rudy Gobert ultimately will end up a happy camper because of what you just said.
1: That's the way
3: so
2: I So in see it. order for Rudy to get open, these guys have to take the shots and not necessarily lob it into Rudy. So the path to Rudy's desire is for them to keep doing what they're doing, only make the shots and
1: not miss them. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna try and and break this down even further and oh, even here simpler. We go. Okay. Uh, you know other coaches are, are watching film on this year's version of the Utah Jazz and they're 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 seeing the same thing Rudy's feeling they're seeing the fact that okay this way to play against the Jazz defensively you know what it works so we're gonna do it so now here's the simple part when it stops working they'll do something else so, but if they do something else, then that frees Rudy up for the dunks that he wants. Depending on what they do, but yes, that's exactly what. Well, I'm they saying. can't
2: cover every. They can't. Right. They can't reinforce every aspect of what's going on. And when you've got Conley on the floor and he's making his shot, and then you've got Joe Ingles and you've got Bogdanovich, uh, and you got Donovan Mitchell. So, when you got all those guys going. They might rethink the way they're playing this defense, and they can't double up everywhere.
1: If Conley's nailing that floater in everybody's face, then the big is going to have to commit, and that's when Rudy gets a dunk. I mean, it's it's almost as simple as that. So we found one more thing to blame Mike Conley for. Hey, no, it's we can look at it that way. Now here, you know, here's me spinning. You ready? All I right. mean, we can look at it that way. But he, this is why he's so important to the team. This is why it's so important that he get rolling. This is why it's so important that everybody is really bending over backwards how to figure out how to do it because it's integral. It's it's absolutely necessary for this Jazz this team to get him playing. Right, which might even be part of the problem because then all of a sudden that starts building on top Start of it. Pressing. So, you know, I don't think I don't think anybody does any good from hiding from the fact that that this guy and his role and his effectiveness on this team is is critical. And I think that that's why fans have followed it so so closely and have been so vocal about it because I think everybody gets it. We're not breaking any news. The 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 staff, the coaching staff knows it, the front office knows it, the fans know it. Austin knows it. Lloyd probably knows it. Calvin knows it. Andrew Reinhardt knows it. We're going to talk to Andrew here in a second. Yeah, speaking of things that aren't working right. (laughs) Anyway, Mike Conley, very important. Very important to the team.
3: Hi, Andrew. How you doing? How you doing?
1: (laughs) It's good to see you. How are things? Good to see you guys. Great. They're going great. That's what I like to hear. Our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic in here And helping our listeners once again.
3: We are. Guys, if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, I know it's embarrassing and it can be a very difficult thing to deal with. I'm learning that more and more every day. Guys come into our clinic and say, I've had this issue for 10 years. I've been hearing about you guys for two years and thinking about calling, but it took that long. Um, We've got a new treatment uh, called acoustic wave therapy that can eliminate the need to take the pill, basically. Uh, opens up the blood vessels, you can get it solved, it works, and it works really well. Um, you know, natural function, spontaneity in the bedroom, essentially. 801-901-8000,
1: 801-901-8000. I think a, a reason you guys are getting the response that you're getting uh, is, is because this is a really, you know, great solution. It lasts for a long time, and frankly, the other stuff out there is not good. Like yeah. the surgeries and pills and all this all this side effects that...
3: <laughs> Aren't any fun. It's true. Modern science has has done so many good things for so many people, but there's been this gap when it comes to ED, and there hasn't been a good solution. The pill doesn't work on a lot of guys, and on the guys it does work for, it causes side effects. Um, they're looking for something else. They want a solution. This therapy was FDA-cleared maybe uh, five or six years ago, um, clinically shown to open up the blood vessels in this part of the body, so more blood flow. Uh, And you're right, two to three weeks, and it's a long-term fix. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000,
1: and you've got a great deal for the listeners today, too.
3: Yeah, it's this free analysis. Um, Normally, it's a few hundred dollars, but give us a call right now. We'll do um, an exam, an analysis. Our medical doctor will spend about 30 or 45 minutes with you. The blood flow ultrasound, by the way, is kind of cool. It will check for any blockages in blood flow. We'll do that free. So call us right now. It's no cost. 801-901-8000
1: 801-901-8000 Our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic Thanks Andrew. Thank you guys. Alright we'll have more Big Show straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone This
0: is DJ and PK
3: Frank Dolce, our Utah insider. I came into that game very cautious because of the record against Coach Peterson, because I thought that leaving a young defense for Washington was improving over the course of the year, and it was going to be, and maybe is, the best offensive line that Utah has faced this year. In all of those phases, Utah won. These last three games, it should be a dominating effort for Utah. The only way Utah stumbles is if Utah stumbles. I just don't think there's anybody on the rest of the schedule that can manage what Utah's doing right now. Catch
0: DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. And presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. From the very first moment I saw you, that's when I knew. You. All the dreams I held in my heart suddenly come true Knot me over a stone cold soul, not
3: a thing I say I
1: did. Big Shell, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, David Gray. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news. An artist inside at LiveNation.com. Selected by Gordon. What's uh? What's the inspiration today there, Gordon? I don't know. I like David Gray. Yeah. This is doing it for you? You
2: don't like David Gray? Uh,
1: I'm not all that familiar with his work. Oh.
2: I like it. I don't know, Austin. You're the
0: music critic. I am? But yeah, I like David Gray. Actually, Austin's a movie critic. No, I'm not a movie critic. That's, our whole is based on not
2: being critics. Let's say it this way. Austin has a musical background. He
1: and does. And I'm
0: very critical. <laughs> Very critical.
1: Hey, uh, do you want to give away? You want to give away some uh, jazz tickets? Let's give away a bunch. Uh, we'll we'll do them throughout the next couple hours because we want to give people enough time to you know make plans and get down to the game. But uh, our local, uh, your local Ford stores, have been kind enough to uh, give us a few pair of tickets and uh, to the Ford Fan Zone tonight uh, here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Visit utahjazz.com or call three five five DUNK to buy your Ford Fan Zone all you can eat tickets now. Uh, purchase uh, an all-you-can-eat ticket. You get unlimited hot dog, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting uh, as low as $37 per ticket. Plus, they have a kid's area complete with Papa Shots, foosball tables, cornhole, uh, cornhole games, free to all. So, uh, be let's do this. 12th and 13th caller right now. Let's do a couple pair. Good. Yeah. Eight five five three four zero zone You're going to uh, hang out in the Ford Fan Zone courtesy of your local Ford stores. So, make sure and check that out. Sounds good to me all around. Do you, uh, you want to launch this kind of side topic thing we were talking about doing today? Uh, there was uh, some, uh, some political news out uh, there yeah. here uh, locally. And no, we're not, going to, uh, we're not going to all of a sudden be talking politics. But a former NFL player by the name of Burgess Owens is now going to run for Congress in Utah's fourth congressional district. He's going to be uh, a Republican running against Democrat uh, Ben McAdams.
2: Now you know professional athletes, former professional athletes, are just like anybody else. There's probably some guys who are really keyed into what's going on in the world, and others who aren't. But do you think the fact that he's a former NFL player will help
1: him in the vote? Um. Well, yes, but can can I get to this real quick? Cause, sure. Because uh, I'm just I'm reading a little more about his bio, uh, and you've got to hear this this book title. Okay. Uh, since retiring from the NFL, Owens founded the Utah-based nonprofit org- organization Second Chance 4. And, of course, my computer would jump to the bottom of the page for some reason. Uh, he is also the author of books, <laughs> Liberalism, or How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps, <laughs> and Why I Stand from Freedom to the Killing Fields of Socialism. He's also a frequent Fox News commentator. hmm uh, okay, so anyway, back to your question: <laughs> whiners, weenies, and wimps. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think name recognition and that sort of thing, branding. I mean, that's uh, a lot of elections turn into those sorts of things. Uh, he, looks like a, he looks like he looks like he looks like a capable guy. He looks good, sure. in,
2: good. Looks good in a suit.
1: I know nothing about him except for that he doesn't uh, like whiners, weenies, and wimps. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would think that that would I would think that that would help him, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, it's not the end all, be all. We've seen athletes run for for office around here, and and certainly not win. Didn't Lynn Swan run for office
2: before he ruined USC's athletic department?
1: Well, USC's athletic department might have been on its way there before no. Lynn got there. He certainly didn't help. But uh, yeah, I believe he did. Uh, Craig Craig James lost horribly. <laughs> bad in uh, running for Senate Jack Uh, Kemp was a a quarterback great for the Buffalo Bills way back in the day um, around here we've seen it a couple times Reno Reno Mahe ran for something like a county council or something and didn't win Sean Bradley ran for state legislature I think and uh, and did not win I imagine name uh, name
2: recognition of all kinds probably helps up to a certain
1: what's his name was a kicker right Oh. Chaffetz? Oh, yeah,
2: that's right. He was a kicker at he BYU. He was a kicker at BYU, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't remember if he was a particularly good kicker at BYU, <laughs> but he was a, a kicker at BYU nonetheless. Uh, Jason Buck, you say, Austin, what did he run Didn't for? Didn't
3: Jason Buck serve a, a public office here?
1: Did he? I thought uh, he did. I
3: don't know. I forgot. Or at least ran for one.
1: Hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, of course. I, w- I would okay. think that uh, that would work into his favor. So two questions. Uh-huh. Who – what local
2: athlete do you think would make a great representative for the state of Utah
1: in some office? In some capacity? Yeah. And then – let me ask you the Athlete same or question. coach or either? Just no. out of the sports world or are you thinking like athlete? Uh, I was thinking athlete, but you can add coaches in if you want. Well, athlete, I mean, there's one obvious answer. Who? What do you mean who? Who? Well, I think Donovan Mitchell comes to mind first and <laughs> foremost, No. <laughs> I mean, he'd win, but would he be a good official? Well, I I think he's a really good communicator. He's really good at talking to people. He seems genuinely very smart.
2: He's 22 years old.
1: This law brought to you by Adidas. We're talking about athletes, Gordon. We're not talking about 60-year-olds. They're all young. <laughs> I know, but some are
2: a little more, have a, a little more experience in that what are you an ageist no no i'm not uh, young people are smart too easy boomer
1: it. there's like there's like five <laughs> professional athletes out there that are over 40 and gordon the first criticism was that guy's too young well no. you don't say well
2: he's he's 22 or is he 23 what is he I don't He know. couldn't
0: possibly know how to do anything no, I'm, not,
2: I'm not saying that typical I, baby boomer rhetoric right, right. there Yep. <laughs> not at all there are some people who are very young who are very capable. I I, I get that, it, uh, you know. Turning great
1: men into <laughs> wimps, weenies, and whatever else that was. Whiners. Oh, that's right. Yeah, whiners, weenies, and wimps. There you go. So, a couple of people that come to
2: mind locally would be Steve Young. Okay, although he lives in California. But he probably would be you know with his law background
1: and whatnot, well, Mitt lived here for about a half an hour before we elected him, so, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> just carpet bag your way right in, here. yeah, whatever,
2: <laughs> who else
1: uh let i uh well Dale I, I, Murphy, oh Dale, I could see Dale being a a sharp uh a sharp uh, leader, yeah, I could see that uh uh-huh. yeah, talk about his name recognition would really work in his favor, I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, Dale could
2: probably run for office in Atlanta and do just fine. Okay, too.
1: wait, hold the phone, Austin. I think Gordon is a tad ageist because because his two examples have come from <laughs> retired athletes. Uh-huh. You mentioned a current, well, that, you mentioned a is. Athlete. retired this, plus at least twenty.
2: This guy, this guy's a former NFL player. He's not an NFL player now. But we're not talking about make. He's identifying weenies, <laughs> whiners, and wimps.
1: I don't like this. This is, a, this is a hypothetical, Gordon. I don't know. if You know, maybe a politician in the future. What do you want from me? Joe well, all I could, know maybe is
2: Joe Ingalls could do something in Australia, fix that, uh,
1: their problem. Yeah, once he turns 40, we'll let him do it. Do you really feel qualified to say that Australia has problems? Every country does. <laughs> okay. All right. Former,
2: former penal colony down there. They've probably got all kinds of folks. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean to just sweep everybody into the you know like tip the junk drawer and have everybody from Australia roll into the same corner. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> Who else? Come on, we've had we've had lots of uh lots of uh, folks come out of here that were seemed like they were pretty smart. Oren Hatch knows a lot about
1: sports. <laughs> he was a boxer, no? He, he knows did. what Jimmer can do. He he does, somebody he's a fan up. of the Jimmer. He, he beat That's somebody
2: true. up under the stands at a you once.
1: is this something you you watched no he told me it, well, just did he just at random grab a, a bystander and start beating him up I mean what's the <laughs> no, what's like, the story there was
2: a dispute over and I don't I don't remember that but what's it was the important something. part of the story no, it, was, it was something it was somebody who was doing something that they shouldn't have been and, and Warren took matters into his own fists is and the, he, the way I remember him saying is, he darn near beat him to death.
3: Wow.
1: So he told me. Where were you 40 years ago? I, and by the way, is is really the former senator from this state just describing his felonious behavior to a random sports writer? Because that <laughs> that doesn't seem like he a good a, idea. You just can't go around beating people look, underneath the, the stands. By the time he nearly to death. Uh, by the seriously. T- by the time he
2: told me that story, he was in such a position of power around here. That wasn't going to knock him off stride. He was a boxer. Like you said, he was a pugilist. And apparently a, a, a attempted murderist. <laughs> oh, no, because... Apparently quite the bully. No, because it got... No, it
1: wasn't... I didn't even say the fight was his fault. Since when does that matter? You, you, you can't just go around beating people maybe, to death maybe, because they, they... Maybe
2: somebody else started it. Maybe somebody else beat him, started beating on him and he, he defended himself. I don't remember the details, but he did tell me that story. So I'm trying to think of other people around here. Uh, I think Lavelle Edwards probably could have gotten himself elected. You think he could have overcome the uh,
1: you know Utah fans' distaste? Probably. Stu Morrill uh, at one point, I think, could have gotten elected mayor up there. In Logan? In Logan. Mm-hmm.
2: I suppose so.
1: You know, he doesn't live up there anymore. I guess he moved back to Colorado Springs? Okay. Or no, uh, maybe it was Fort Collins.
2: Who is the most intellectually impressive athlete you've ever interviewed here in Utah? Oh, man. Somebody that could grasp the issues of the day and uh, process them. Wasn't Adam Keefe kind of a politician way back for the Jets?
1: He went to Stanford. I don't know if he. What do you mean by wasn't he a politician? He was kind of interested in politics. Oh, okay. All right, well, let us know. Who in the world of sports, athlete, would you former athlete, who would you uh, who would you vote for?
2: Yeah, that's, or that's maybe
1: good. more entertaining, maybe who
2: wouldn't you vote for? At <laughs> Jake Scott's Zone, at Gordon Monson, let us know.
1: Now I'm trying to think, of guys. I would not would not vote for um, Robert Whaley. Not going to vote for him. <laughs> what about Bobby Williams? I'm not voting for him either. Who was the other one?
2: Who did? Uh... Darren Williams uh, who is he oh Tori, he was Tori, Tori Ellis.
1: Ellis and Robert Whaley couldn't come up with anything better than Bobby Williams uh Bobby Bobby because my name's Robert so Bobby <laughs> and then he just looks next to him at Darren Williams Williams Bobby Williams <laughs> that's it that's the one when's your birthday <laughs> I don't know <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, uh, Jake Scott, <laughs> having fun on a Wednesday. Want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Park uh, Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water plus. No one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. Jake, you think John Stockton would be the greatest, purest, or pure politician? Mm, no, no, I don't know. I don't know if he had the the extrovert personality necessary to shake all those hands, <laughs> shake hands and lie to everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty, the zone.
0: This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
3: Monday night football. A cat gets on the field, man. Of course it does. Running around. Started in the red zone. Smart. I get the feeling
1: that if I had to be involved with that cat, that would have made us
3: keep it. Oh yeah, that cat would be at your home now.
1: Although I would have traded out Spazzy in a second. Four cuddles? A football cat? (laughs) For Spaz? (laughs) Done. A football cat? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) This cat's famous. This cat scored more touchdowns than I ever did. Hey Spaz, uh, I'm going to do this like an NFL coach is going to do it. Bring your playbook and uh, bring your food bowl. All right, you're both going to
0: run <laughs> a 40, and whoever finishes first. <laughs> ah. spazzes on the trade block. Yeah. yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 1280 The Zone. Frank Dolce going to join us top of 4 o'clock hour. Gordon, but it is a Wednesday and you know what that means. Let's give away some tickets. Austin?
0: This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855 340 Zone. Woo! You'll win tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Caller 12 right now and we're hooking you up with tickets to go see the Salt Lake City Stars. Get into the action by grabbing your Salt Lake City Stars tickets today. Experience the excitement and community of Stars basketball all season long. Ticket options include single game tickets, group experiences, premium seating and season ticket packages. Call 801-325-STAR and get your tickets today. As I mentioned, Gordon, we're going to talk to Frank uh, coming up around the corner. Utah, in the initial college football playoff rankings, coming in at number 8, one spot behind Oregon, who's at 7, Georgia's 6, Clemson 5, Penn State 4, Alabama 3, LSU 2, Ohio State 1, and Utah just in front of Oklahoma and Florida. Okay, so a couple of things.
2: First of all, we surprised that Penn State got in at the top four?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I I actually totally agree with the conspiracy theory of Austin's here, that they're putting Penn State ahead because Penn State and Ohio State have to play. And so that'll be a convenient way (laughs) for them to bump somebody down the list. You are
2: Mr. Conspiracy. Oh, that's
1: obviously what happened. Come on. Mm. We should never have doubted. All
2: right, and then Utah at 8. That's a nice nod to the Utah program. Uh, people are paying attention, and the Utes have been impressive. And so we'll see where it goes from
1: here. Oregon, one slot ahead of them. Which is, is fine, and those two uh, should, play, yeah, play, should so. play each other. I, I think it's a compliment that they're in front of Oklahoma. Um, I actually think that Oregon and Utah should be in front of Georgia. What well, was Georgia doing at seven one? Lost to South Carolina. South Carolina is dreadful. Utah at least lost to USC in LA. That could be a regional bias. So. Oh, I think I one hundred percent think so. But. Yeah. You know, all in all, I wouldn't uh, say Ute, Ute fans should be outraged. I think it's no, with probably them, right around where they should
2: with, be. With everything that's in front of these teams, uh, the Utes could edge their way up. I don't expect, even if the Utes win out, I don't think they'll make the playoff. But that's just my my guess at this time. I'm not saying they're not worthy of it, but uh, I don't think they will make it. And if they don't, then uh, gee whiz. You know, then they can go win the Rose Bowl. How's that?
1: Well, a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. ESPN puts the probability of it at like 6% or something like that. But, you know, LSU and Alabama are playing. So one of those teams is going to come out with uh, with a loss, but whether how punitive that will be is another interesting right, aspect. Right, right. But then Georgia also will play one of those two teams in the title game. You never know how that's going to go. It could be loss number two for Georgia, or they could pull an upset and knock some teams down there. Yeah. Clemson has the the weakest schedule you've ever seen, but the wheels have looked like it was going to come off at some point and. Maybe that's not likely, but it certainly could happen. Uh, Penn State and Ohio State has to play, and plus you don't know what's going to happen in the Big Ten title game. So there are plenty of opportunities for movement in this poll yeah. in Utah to move up. I mean, I, d- I don't think I'd call it likely at this point, but certainly possible. Well, c- certainly the regular
2: season games that the Utes have, they're going to win those games. Now, Kyle put out a uh, quote, put out a statement about the ranking and essentially said it's nice for the program were uh, focused on UCLA, yeah. That's what a coach would say. I think he's extremely proud of this team and what it's accomplishing and the notoriety that it is gaining. Uh, however, uh, so, so if they win the next three games, you know, I, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens after that with the with the conflicts up above them. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I might. If the Utes went out and they beat Oregon, uh, I
1: might think that they deserve to be in there. You? Oh, I, I think they certainly should be in the argument. I mean, if if one-loss one lost champions from other Power Five leagues are in the argument, then certainly that should be for Utah. Yeah. Now, maybe this turns out to be uh, the that year where there's a couple of undefeated teams at the top and it makes things a little bit more easy. But, I mean, there's a good chance that that doesn't happen either. So if Utah didn't get the same consideration that a one-loss Big 12 champ or Big 10 champ did, that would be injustice or unjust in my mind. If the Utes found a way to get into the college football
2: playoff, it would be one of the biggest stories ever in this market. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I know the Utes made it to the Final Four, made it to the championship game in 98, what the Jazz did those years. I guess you want to go back to 84, BYU won the national title, what else would even be in that conversation? The Olympics coming here, I guess. Yeah. But that would be huge. And it would be a great accomplishment. And I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't want to play the Utes in, in, a, in a playoff situation. Would you? With that defense? Uh, of course, no matter who you're going to play,
1: you're going to play somebody that's formidable. Well, the way Ohio State's playing right now, yeah. I probably think they can beat up on anybody. Maybe so. All right, we're going to get Frank Dolce coming up right around the corner, so stay tuned for that. But joining us now in studio, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, getting the word out about a new proven treatment that uh, helps folks with AD. Uh, AD, not the athletic director. ED, <laughs> that would be different. ED, uh, and
3: you've uh, you've helped a lot of our listeners already. We have. Guys struggling with ED have been taking the pill. This is the first treatment that addresses the root cause of the problem, I think which is blood flow. That's really what the problem is. It's a lack of blood flow. It basically looks like kind of an ultrasound machine. It's placed on the skin. It opens up the blood vessels using pulsating acoustic waves. Um, That allows normal function uh, blood flow to go to the area that you want it to. um, And it restores function. So guys would come in and do a few treatments over maybe two or three weeks and that's it you're done it's not something you have to continue to do you don't have to worry about the pill and you don't have to worry of course about the nasty side effects you're treating the problem not the symptoms yeah it's all you know that that pill is masking the real problem it increases blood flow temporarily whereas ours is more long term and it's the root cause here's the number 801-901-8000 get on the schedule and really you've taken the risk out of it
1: for our listeners
3: we have we know guys are hesitant and embarrassed and thinking I have ED, but you know, I'm not going to the ED clinic. So we've tried to make it as easy as possible. Um, call us right now. We'll do the initial visit, which is an analysis by our doctor. It's a blood flow ultrasound. It's an exam, uh, totally free. And there, by the way, there's no obligation when you come in. A lot of guys come in and say, I'm glad I have the information. I'll look you up in the future. There's no cost, so call us right now if you'd like to get on. You know,
2: Andrew. One more thing about that: really, guys should not be embarrassed by it. it's a medical procedure. Yeah,
3: I mean, you know. Yeah, it is. And is and anybody embarrassed when they when their heart needs a little help? Good I mean, point. It just seems like our hearing gets worse as we age, our eyes yeah. get worse, and so does this. It's yeah, it it's normal. You so d- you don't feel like you're the only one.
1: Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. Frank Dolce next, 97.5 and 1280 Zone.
0: This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want.
2: When you look at what Andy Ludwig did in this game, he became worth every single penny that you're paying him. The adjustments that Ludwig made, the heart that the Utah leadership showed, the game that Tyler Huntley played, the game that Zach Moss played, Zach Moss fought for every inch that he earned. Every yard he gained was a hard-fought yard. This team, guys, this team deserves it, a shot. I'm telling you, it's got that kind of 4 Feel to it right now. They deserve a shot, man. If they get to the end of this season without any more hiccups and face a one-loss Oregon team and they don't get the nod, we gotta figure out how we're gonna handle it. It's just gonna be criminal here in the state.
0: Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. <laughs> Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy Dealers on 975-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network.